Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. Today we're going to review Madam Web for you. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Strange within for this 2024, of course, American superhero film, which is somewhat being touted as a suspense thriller rather than an action film, Wayne. Is that so, Paul? Yeah. It's directed by S.J. Clarkson with a screenplay by she, Claire Parker, Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama. Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless are responsible for films like Morbius. Got it. Wayne. <laughs> Watch me becoming less and less surprised as I learn more. Produced by Lorenzo Di Bonaventura and stars Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Massad, Celeste O'Connor, Tahar Rahim, Mike Epps, Emma Roberts, and Adam Scott. It's 116 minutes long, Wayne. What do you reckon the budget was? Oh, um, let's see. You know what, Paul? 30. <laughs> 80 million. Oh, really? It's actually pretty cheap for a superhero movie, I guess. The box office thus far, having been out now mm-hmm. for its opening weekend, though this is not the final opening weekend taking, so it could get a fair bit higher than this, let's be honest. 12.5 million at time of recording, which is Sunday afternoon Australian time, therefore Saturday night, early morning mm. American time. So, yeah, obviously the reviews haven't been good, Wayne, but before we get there, tell us what Madam Webb is about. Sure. It's about Cassandra Webb, who is a New York City paramedic, and then who she, she starts to show signs of clairvoyance. She sees visions and whatnot. And then she gets forced to confront these potential revelations about her past. So somehow she has to then protect three young women from a mysterious bad guy who wants them all dead. Yeah, that's okay. it. That that's will it. do. <laughs> 13% of... <laughs> Everyone knows what's coming. And 81 critics reviews a positive one with average score of 3.3 out of 10. Metacritic gives this a score of 27 out of 100 based mm. on 50 critics and audiences polled by Cinema Score as they released, or released, were released from the screening. C plus on the A plus F scale. Disastrous, Wayne. That's people walking out. Yeah, on Letterboxd. I can't remember how many it was reviews. I'll just tell you. But this morning when I wrote my review and it there, it was 1.7 out of 5 for a mainstream release mm. superhero film. Mm. Absolutely astoundingly low. Is it fair? Is it wrong? We are here to tell you exactly that. Wayne, you saw this at the advanced screen with thanks to Kathy from Sony. Thank you, Kathy. Sony Pictures Australia. Thank you so much for the invite. I couldn't make that one. So I went and paid for this myself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's quit bearing the lead, Paul. <laughs> let's face it, people. This is one of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen. Oh, okay, terrible. it's one of the worst things ever, and it's not. It might even be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And it is. Wow. I'll tell you this. This is like a reminder to the time in like the early '90s when studios didn't care about nerds and geeks like myself. Okay. They made bullshit films like Punisher ass films, Spider-Man Strikes Back. Anything under the bus? Why would it be Punisher? Um, the, I'm I talking got some about other the, films for you. Wayne. I'm talking, yeah, you're right. It's Catwoman. Oh. Electra. Yeah. Dare fucking devil. You know what? The first Daredevil wasn't this bad. Yeah, it was. Come on now. Uh, no, well, okay, no, Ben not and this all. Bad, very close. Uh, no, I maintain it was better. And I'll tell you why, Paul. Yeah, right? Sure. Because when people made Daredevil, they didn't know they were making a bad film. They just made a bad film. So. This is basically debating whether or not a runny shit's worse than a ploppy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a yeah. of a, a stool consistency issue. <laughs> but the people who made this film know it's a shit film, okay? And let's just go into this. I think they do. I think they don't I think they gave less than zero fucks. Yeah. 
They do. They're, and I'll tell you what else, right? And so I actually, this Asian, this caused me to do, do research about the Sony deal. Do you know what the Sony deal is like? No, tell, talk us through. Okay, Sony's agreement with Marvel includes this condition requiring the studio to commence production on a dedicated Spider-Man movie within a stipulated time oh, yes. frame. I did know that. That works out to be once every five years and nine months. Okay? okay. So if Sony misses that target, the studio can lose a major piece of its IP portfolio, which is potentially worth billions, and that's why they allowed Spider-Man to be in the Avengers Look, and all that shit. Right? Let's be really clear here. Sony have made a bucket load out of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, they made the Sam Raimi films back in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and then they made the, what's his name? I can't remember now off the top of my head. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Yep. Spider-Man films as well. Not yep. as not as good a film, but they still made bank. And now we've got the animated films, which are absolutely incredible and are knocking it out of the park and are making bank as well. Spider-Man is a basically a ticket to print money. It is. He is. The, they are. And, and, even the, and the Spider-Verse and the spider Venom characters. did crazy numbers. Venom did. We've got it, a second being Venom a piece film. Of shit. Right? And Morbius, that failed. That failed. That's the first of these films that have failed. Now... This is the second one. And then we've got Craven the Hunter coming, I think, in August right. as well. So Sony have gone, well, let's just put as many fingers in as many different Spider-Man properties as possible. All with the understanding of people know that ultimately Spider-Man will become part of these films. Ultimately, let's put some faith in the in- mm, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's where it starts to go wrong. Yes. Now they know and we know that they are contractually obligated to shit out something like this every at least five or so years, right? So that's why you got an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man so soon after the Tobey Maguire right. one, right? Yep. And so on and so on and so on. And then and Tom now, Holland, of course. But that one, that one, Sony Tom still Holland owned, was, but it was, yes. it was with in conjunction with Marvel. Exactly. So that's the one that Marvel had their fingerprints slash fingers all over so much. And that's why... I think it's pretty hard to argue. That's the superior trilogy. Most definitely. That's the one that you want, right? And then this is what this is the odd paradox with sorry, these guys. Sorry, fucking sorry, Tobey Maguire fans. Oh, look, I like the Tobey Maguire They're ones. They're good. I well, one and two are. Yeah. But now what's happening is because Sony can just... Because Madam Web has not even had its own comic. That character doesn't even have her own comic. It's just a character that appears in the mythos. Same with the bad guy in this film. He's not even a bad guy in the comics, right? Oh, fuck. So it's like he's just this odd person. So that's why they're doing all this stuff. And in this film, like they are crowbarring as many Spider-Man things in as possible. Uncle Ben is in this film. Is that is so Adam Scott's been Adam Scott is Uncle Ben, all right? And literally in the film, right, they talk about the girl that he's with, who if you look well, at what it, are we gonna name the kid? It's Peter. That the, the, the here's the thing, right? Uh, Uncle the the one girl that's with Uncle Emma, Ben Emma, Emma Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Is not his wife, it's his sister. Yes, yeah, right? And so she even says in the film, Oh, Ben loves being an uncle because it's all of the fun without the yeah, responsibility. Yeah. And they cut to fucking Madame Webb who goes, that's what he thinks because she's clairvoyant. That's what they're doing in this film. Right? Except she's not clairvoyant at that part. Mm, it was towards the end of the film. Oh, it was towards yeah. the end, sorry. Yeah. Right? And, and even in, there's a scene here where they're um, in a baby shower and there's all these balloons everywhere. And then the, the mom actually goes, oh, we're going to name him. And before she can say Peter, the balloon pops. Yes. Right? So that's what they're doing that's here. That's what that whole awkward thing was about. That yep. is what this whole thing is. So they're just doing that. They're sticking it in as much as possible. It's weird that Uncle Ben is here. And even there's a mean moment where she's talking with him in the ambulance. And she goes, what, you've never been shot at in Queens before? She's literally referencing him dying. It's weird, right? So there's that. And that's why... So and to that's get, why we yeah. said this in 2003. That's right. Uh, there's a whole thing about although, this. dear God, does Uncle Ben get old fast then? He does indeed. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's it. I, for the record, Adam Scott is the only guy I kind of... I can support his performance in this film. 
Oh, and possibly Sydney Sweeney, who, by the no, way, sh- no, come on, she's terrible. She's beautiful. She's beautiful, but she's fucking terrible. In this okay, because here's why it they're is all terrible. I don't even know why she isn't the lead. Sydney Sweeney's a much bigger star than Dakota, my asshole. So it's like I, I don't think know. Sydney Sweeney's got a bit more buzz right this second, but I don't think that's an accurate statement. She's got Dakota, Fa- Dakota, Fa- Dakota Johnson has a whole bunch of Fifty things Shades, like Fifty shit. Shades yeah, films okay. and Pastimes right. at not whatever that film was the one at the hotel with Chris Hemsworth. Uh, sure. Wasn't she in that one too? Probably. You hated that one. I oh, that it. one. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, yeah, another one. Yeah, but okay, but Sydney Sweeney is definitely the big. Well, I don't know. For me, I would have like I would have been more interested in the Sydney Sweeney was like. No, oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting said, off this, fil- this film sucks. It's very hard to talk about the movie except to pan it from go to woe. Let I me will ask- say one thing. Go on. And I'm going to get my positive out of the way with very, good, good. very early. I think some of the shots in this movie are really inventive, different, and interesting. Could you name Particularly one? Particularly during the scenes where the villain, don't remember his name, he's that fucking forgettable, yeah. is chasing the girls and we see him being like a spider-like villain crawling on the roof on roof or walls and then the camera will orientate reorientate to have him as if he's on the ground or on this like that was really like whoa kind of threw me off in a good way like oh that's kind of neat i really enjoyed that part everything else about this movie <laughs> is doo-doo it's funny that you should mention that because there are moments in the film probably those moments although i can't control exactly recall them going this is competent filmmaking in terms of dp like photography yes. is actually quite good like the, the way the camera moves the way it sets up the the disorientation discombobulation which is deliberate that it's going for it works and then there's edits and moments where i'm like what the fuck was that for example the bad guy you talked about whose name i can't remember either <laughs> There is so much ADR going on oh, with him. Yes. His like, mouth doesn't even his match. His mouth doesn't match what he's saying. And now usually when a- ADR, I think it's additional dialogue recording. I think it's Correct. sort of Typically when you have someone ADR and they, they match the, the background noise of the room so you can't notice it that much, you can notice the fuck out of it in this one. It even sounds like a different guy is talking. It sounds like or it seems like he doesn't speak English that well, which is a terrible thing to say. And I know that's not the case. But I don't think that's the case. But, th- but that's what it makes it seem like. Yeah. Because when you're watching like the old parody ads about Japanese samurai films, oh. you want to fight someone, fight me. Mm. And the mouse, yeah. like, it's, it almost feels that deliberate. Like, we're calling this out. Which makes me think that this was a different film before this. Like, I think I've heard a rumor that the original Madam Web, like, script had like time travel and shit like it was that. It's vastly there. different, apparently. Yeah. And so, and the only reason they would have ended up with this cut on in front of the screens in front of you is if the other cut was worse. Okay. That's how this works. So they obviously had a lot of asking about with this. So there's that, okay? But let's talk about this. You know, Paul, you, you're a proponent of So Bad It's Good, right? Oh, uh, not really. Not on this occasion. But no, I, no I, I think I take a little bit of umbrage at that. Like, I can see the amusement in some things that are So Bad It's Good, but if I think of that something like The Room, I think it's an absolute piece of shit. Yes, I think it's... You're, you seem to find that more enjoyable than No, I no, I, I hate The Room, but and I hate the fact that Tommy Wiseau is trying to sell that it's like, oh, it's, it was a parody. Whereas The Disaster Hours was a great movie that accurately... Or yeah, that least, was good. I can't say accurately because I don't know, but seemingly accurately calls him out for the, the U-turn he takes. Absolutely, and that's how that's good. So, I'm, But like, what I'm saying is, like, is this movie, is there any chance that you can be bemused by how poor it is so i'm gonna be really honest i went in there i was complete i thought the opening is terrible maybe we just need to hit the spoiler button yeah, this film it, fucking go. sucks the blows everything sucks Don't about watch it, it except the one or two things was one other thing i think the train scene would have been fine if that was watched in context alone that's probably the best thing about the movie. that's the best scene in the movie 
but it gets completely undone by the way her powers are depicted later in the movie, which is one of the major problems in that there's no consistency nor indeed sense to any Good. one of her powers. Okay, I can't wait to get into it. Hit it, Polly. All right. You can't handle the truth! And the truth is, Sony must have known they had an absolute piece of shit. That trailer that came out, which has been mocked endlessly, it's such a terrible trailer. Oh, yeah. And the line has something to do with, oh, yeah, my mother was killed in the jungle. Suddenly. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the, but, yeah. Now, I reckon that was cut from the original dialogue. And, and, yeah, it didn't yeah. make the movie, did it? No. Nah. If I may say, Dakota Johnson here seems to give no fucks. She's so <laughs> unlikable in this role. She's meant to – I get it. She's an orphan. She didn't have a parent. She grew up in the system. It's difficult to get close to her. She doesn't want to like get around and like people. But then why would she become a fucking paramedic? Exactly. So now, one, yes, to take your point, she is checked out as a motherfucker this yep. whole film. She's delivering lines as though it's like... Like, oh, we better run now. Yeah, okay, uh, you guys stay here. I'll be... You know, it's like, yep. what the fuck? Okay. Just stay in the forest, okay, kids? Yes, we'll get into that ridiculousness <laughs> in a second, okay? But then she's even like... Like the kid gives her the drawing at the hospital for thanks for saving my mom, right? And we're and showing she doesn't how even... awkward and how non-humanistic okay, she listen, is. Paul, I am uncomfortable and don't know how to deal with kids. But even I wouldn't have gone <laughs> when she like she, right? She's like, oh, again, thank you for the drawing. And she's like, oh, it's cardboard. I can't fold it. I'm like, first of all, it's not cardboard, that is bitch. The dumbest fucking I can line. See it. It's not even cardboard. But even if it was cardboard, you can fold it. Yes. It's I'm not like, like just... it's made out of titanium cardboard. Pretend you like it and walk away, right? <laughs> it's like, that, but you don't have to be like a, a nurturing person to do that, right? Yet she, as you said, she actually chose a profession where she helps, helps people, people and she can't relate to a child. This is bullshit, right? So that's, that's right a, there. It's a, it's a silly. That opening scene yeah. is one of the worst openings to a cold opening to a film I've ever seen. Or not even cold, cold, just an opening. 1973, am I okay? We're in a jungle. She's like, oh, look, spiderweb. Oh, I'm looking for these fancy spiders. It's this exposition central with the most flat, terrible dialogue. The bad guy who suddenly on a dime shoots everyone because yep. why? I need that. I need it. Because... Because well, you find out later that he supposedly he thinks spiders give him powers. Which no, no, apparently but, no the- but, well, from using the spider, he yes. he'd done his own research and what wanted this spider. But was there really any need to shoot everyone, including her? No, that's just that's, to show he's bad. That's I mean, but that's, that's to show he's also so dumb. No, it looks shit, and it was a weird scene. And then the the director and I was like, oh my god, what is this? Is doing the NYPD fucking shaky cam? Sh- not just shaky cam, but but that whole kind of move the camera around, zoom in slightly. That, oh dear. That look, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Dither cam, yes. It's it's And then they they take the shot, mother, whatever, web, yes. last name, and they put her in the pool and they let a spider bite, bite her. her. And presumably because that special spider bit her now, the baby, the baby suddenly develops powers. Except when the baby doesn't have powers and doesn't develop powers until she falls in water and almost drowns in a near death experience when she's thirty years old. Hence triggering. Is but, that what's uh, look, so you're trying to tell me in this world, he never turned up for thirty years. There's no hint of any powers at all that came from a spider bite that happened in the seconds <laughs> of a birth. Well, it wasn't like she got bitten when she was in utero and she nursed this this powers for that length of time. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm really picking this apart, but I'm like, what the fuck? And then there's no hint. She she doesn't grow up immediately with powers. The powers lie dormant, Wayne, until she just happens to have it. What if she never had a near death experience? That's right. What if they never? What started, if she just died? What if they never started filming the movie, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, dumb. To be fair, everything in this film is bamboozlingly stupid, and yet it got through everyone at Sony. Everyone, it got through the suits, it got through the execs, and obviously they came in and changed they didn't even care, it, Paul. 
They just want to shit this thing out so they can keep, their, keep their lessons. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. There's Look, been plenty of films the last five years, and there's another one coming in the form of of um, Beyond the Spider-Verse. We don't need this film. Or Kraken the Hunter. Or fucking Morbius 3. Morbin time again. <laughs> Actually, you're right. They don't need it. They don't need film. it. So it's not meeting that obligation of five years and nine months. I don't know what this achieved. And yet, films like... I can't imagine Batgirl was going to be worse than this. I can't imagine Coyote versus Acme is worse than this. And yet, Warner Brothers just has the... The sense, maybe two knows we'll until we see the film if we ever do. Oh, the Batgirl thing. Look, it probably was a shit film, but, but I reckon could it have been as bad as this. Well, they would have had to say, okay, the resultant uh, uh, credit we get from canning it and getting a tax write-off to the likelihood that it would have earned that slight amount of money or more when we release it is nowhere near. Like they just don't think it's going to happen, so that's why they canned it. But it's a piece of shit, by the way. Like to be able to get a tax write-off, it's a whole different thing. Different story, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, like, this is this perplexes me. To be fair, hundreds of people worked on this movie, Wayne. I'm not talking about the gaffers and the riggers and everything else. They just do a job and do the job. I'm talking not just about the writers. Those writers, by the way, wrote Dracula Untold. They wrote fucking Gods of Egypt, and then they wrote Morbius. And yet, you hire these people to do this movie. It's like you wanted it to fail a little bit. Maybe there's a writer off here. You hire a director who's never directed a feature uh, film for a studio. Because she's cheap. Yeah, she directs episodes of, I think, um, Succession and yeah. shit like that. You can really tell, though. Like, it's so hard to. If you're shooting a, a TV show versus a movie, it's different. Plus, one's a drama and one's this. Yeah. You know? Like, to be fair, though, to take your point about, you know, the, the, the thing bites the mother and then the kid gets the powers, that's an old Hollywood trope. You know, The Last of Us? The reason Ellie is resistant to the fucking zombies is because her mother was attacked by a zombie as she was being born. Right. So it's a thing that Hollywood does, but I don't know what the writer room and how this works out because, like I said, this was but obviously But she was changed. resistant from the moment that she was born. It didn't yeah. lie yeah. dormant until she was 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, 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 exactly. Right? Yeah. So no, fair, it, fair to say. It's compounding the stupidity. Yeah, yeah, fair to say. Right, okay. turn. I've, I've no, 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 good, good. Let's talk about some of the big problems here, okay? <laughs> Haven't we already? Some of the many more, big problems. More. more of the big problems, right? Now, she, for one reason or another, comes across these three girls in the train. She chooses to save them. That's, again, one of the better sequences in the film. In that scene, yeah. she sees one at a time. Yep. Like, again, her power is to see the future. Yeah. Why in the future do the girls get on individually one at a time and then get killed by a bad guy? Mm. Wouldn't they all have gotten on the train and you'd see him walk through and wipe them all out? Why is it compounding one at a time individually? Didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about that. It's... Just, it's at the time, because you don't know what her powers are meant to be. Yep. Oh, okay. But later on, you realize, but that's meant to be this. So that makes zero sense. Yeah. And also, it's disparate. Sometimes she has like a, a violent looking, like, and it gives her a sort of like three minutes into the future. And then other times, she's deflecting a fucking firework, yeah. which she yeah. obviously just picked up in that moment. In that second or, or which three before. Which doesn't make sense, right? And her powers are so wildly inconsistent yes. in this film. That's it. They end up becoming just plot armor. Uh, this is the big thing, right? So once she gets those three girls, nothing she does really makes sense. She gets the three girls. Very good point. They go out and like she starts to protect them. Oh, I want to drop you off to your mom. And it turns out that they're oh, all no, orphans or something. They're not orphans. Is that their parents? Their give parents a fuck are just yeah, exactly. They, they basically don't. They have no connection with their parents at that time for any reason, right? For different reasons. So she then gets them around the place, and then for some reason she goes, "Okay, we're going to drive to the woods, and you can't just stay here." There's no cameras. That's the rationale. Yeah, but she doesn't know that the bad guy has the NSA technology. 
No, she doesn't. So why, if you're if you're a person who didn't know that's that, a good point. Yeah. So if you didn't know that the tra- cameras were tracking you all over the city, you wouldn't leave girls in a forest with no fucking food or shelter. That's and a then very I'll good b- point. Yeah. I've, so seeing that she just fucks off, and then it becomes like, oh, well now I got to go back to fucking Peru. Well, now she fucked off. By the way, <laughs> she steals a cab. Yes. Okay. Okay. Fine. And then she's smart enough to pry the the license plates off, forgetting that the cab number is stenciled on the side of the <laughs> cab. <laughs> And literally across the top is, you know, the display number. It's all there. Is it? I yes. didn't even think about that. It's like, hang on. All right. So you, you can't identify, but it's cab three, six, whatever the fuck it is. Seven, five. To be fair, there's probably a million cabs in New York City. But yes, they, they, why, why pry the number off if you can't? There's you know? no, it's no easier or harder to identify them than it is with that license plate. Yep. Yep. Although, yeah, exactly. But again, she, even if she thought, well, maybe the cameras would pick it up from, you know, but she didn't but like, know that the guy had that intel. But but the police chasing her would have. And then even that was. Yeah, that's true. So we've, it's 2003. It's not 1950 fucking three. Exactly. The cameras in the subway will have shown this figure jumping off the wall and kicking the fuck out of police and probably killing a few of them. And yet somehow she's kidnapped three girls and they would have seen them all running away together. What, like, has she, what has she got on them? How is she kidnapping them? Yeah. Th- she's got a gun out. Forget even that. The people who got beat up with male yes. police officers, I think he, they showed him killing one female police officer. He might have one or two police officers. He didn't kill them all. So did all the police officers Just forget go, about this black yes. like, figure that was kicking all their asses? Why if, is if the news... She's wanted as a person of interest in a case where police were assaulted by another figure. That makes sense. That would have been fine, but, but no. Now, yeah, she's a kidnapper. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. And also, if she had taken the kids back with her from the jungle or the forest, right? <laughs> and said... And then let's say that she does get caught. The witnesses there, the girls would say she didn't kidnap us. She saved yes. us, right? So she has no reason to leave them in the fucking jungle yeah. for us, right? And there was a diner next, like... Yeah, that was funny. The girls Good. go, there was a diner about half a mile back up the road, which is 800 meters. Leave them there. Give them 10 bucks and get them to fucking eat shit. All right. So again, forgetting that she doesn't know that the guy's got NSA technology and all the rest of yes. it. Yes. They walk back there. They decide to hit on these boys because they're girls. They're high school girls. By the way, played by three 23 to 26-year-old women. Yep. By the way, and that's why actually one Sydney thing. Sydney C.D. Sweeney is 26 years old. Yeah, and she look, She, she actually does look quite young. They make no, her look kind of young. They're dressing her to look school girlish, yeah. right? Deliberately so with a skirt and a shirty thing. She must be small, thing. man. She seems so small. Yeah. But I'm like, what the... F- they don't look 17. They don't look 16 years old, these girls. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's Hollywood for you, though. It is. But I thought we learned those lessons with Grease fucking too. <laughs> the thing that me feels bad or weird to me about that whole thing is that you've got these three girls. They're all disparate kind of personalities. Sydney Sweeney is shy. The The African-American girl is kind of like, you know, boisterous. She's street tough. Yeah. And then the She's other smart. one is Hispanic. I don't know. Right? So, and then it becomes like, let's go over and talk to those boys. And then it's like, um, okay. And then they're all dancing on the fucking table. And I'm like, what is this? What's going on here? So what, bizarre. What are they doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, who does that? Hormones, man. Anyway. Yeah. They, in that scene, in the first time when Cassandra rocks up there, she realizes they're at the thing, in, at the, the diner. She goes in and watches them get killed and she herself gets killed yep. by the bad guy. Yep. And it's all to whatever song it is. I can't remember. It's a Britney Spears song. Toxic. Toxic, of course. Yeah. Then in the second, like whoosh, flashback to herself, yeah, and she's standing in the in the clearing where she's left them, yeah, in the yep, yep. She jumps in the car, yep. peels out, and then while Toxic's playing the whole time, she's in a race to get back to eight hundred meters, overtake a fucking truck, and then do this fucking handbrake turn into the, the diner. Yeah, even that itself was stupid. Had she waited one and a half seconds more, she could have just turned in not naturally, but no, she had to overtake to go around the front of the truck and then pull into the. <laughs> 
But <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But in the original vision, Toxic starts. So it took her five minutes or however long Toxic is to drive the entire length of there. It took her less time that to walk there in the first version. <laughs> it's so stupid. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. What was more like, the, what bugged me more, right, was that. And this is the thing. What the trailer shows you the one action-ish sequence where the three girls obviously it's a flash forward and they all have powers and they all bust up this dude's apartment and kill him. All right, that is a flashback and it literally lasts fucking forty flash seconds. Forward, yeah. Right. At no time in this film are you given a hint of how they got their powers no, no. or any of that shit. Right. So the only time you see basically the four superheroes in this movie yes. is in flash forwards. Yes. Which means the movie itself has kind of nothing to do with the future and they're really hoping for a sequel. Yes. Right? We're setting up... So Matt Webb apparently is a character in her 50s and she's played by 34-year-old Dakota Johnson who somewhere in that finale, a flare goes past her in the water and apparently scars Blinds her vision. Her and turns her into Professor X. It, I know. It's that's fucking, exactly what I was going to say. Isn't it fucking and weird? And when she fell, she must have broke her back. But the film doesn't even stop to tell you that. No. It just shows you. I mean, maybe that... In uh, the hospital, she's making gags about Uncle Ben's future and shit. Like, oh, what the fuck? Is she hurt or not? And then it was... And then the girls are all, we're a happy yeah. family now. You know, what it's, the fuck? it's so weird. And because all those girls' parents would have just gone, yeah, sure, you take her. You're awesome. Exactly. Well, I thought the implication there was that they left. Like they, they, they just chose to disown their parents or something, which is also weird. But like, let's get to the, like, before she. Especially from the African American girl who's. who's father is rich, rich and shit i'm like uh, yeah my dad's got money so maybe i'll hang around yeah, yeah i don't know but like this is the thing when they go the, the finale where they're at the fireworks factory uh-huh. right these fireworks apparently are also stinger missiles because they're taking out floors and walls <laughs> all right and i'm like all right but then some of them aren't because you can deflect them with a piece of metal yep. it's this disparate bullshit right and i'm mm-hmm. like wow this sucks and if, i suppose they were saying that she can see the future so don't do this and she knows where the fireworks are gonna land but not really because uh, how about how about when she becomes Ghosts, Madam Web. Now, let's get there. <laughs> All right. After she does that exposition. Oh, my God. That was so shit. Three-minute sideway mission to Peru. To have the yes. same guy go. Oh, you came back. I'm like, I don't okay. even recognize well, this you motherfucker. Well, you told her, Mama, she died. She was going to come back. So why are you surprised, motherfucker? Apparently, you haven't aged a day, man. That's also what Spider-Man does for you. But she's ages, so that doesn't make any sense either. Oh, yeah. Well, she was in her formative years. But, like, the... Th- that whole thing, like she will come back to Peru. Just, yes. just write that whole thing out and have this guy come to New York and say, "I found you." Yes, uh, that would no, be fine. That would be better for her than leaving the country, come back to and see leave the, the kids. girls. By the way, who are in more leave the danger. kids exactly with yeah. Uncle Ben. You know, okay, they're, they're able to practice their fucking CPR. Oh, my God. oh the CPR because that'll never that come back. Was, yeah, that'll never back. come back, right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> but then when that bit at the end, <laughs> where she like turns into three bitches oh. and then goes down and then saves them, I'm like. What was that? It looks so stupid. And then she's like, here, let me help you, right? And then I'm like, okay, so that's her power. She then goes on to not use that power against the bad guy. And then the bad guy, this is some of the worst. by a Pepsi sign. Forget, forget <laughs> that. Even before that happens, some of the weird, it's so hard to tell, but like he gets pinned on the, on, the, on, the, on the bridge by something. And it's really, really hard to tell what exactly he got pinned by. Somehow this dude who can fuck up entire like cars and shit can't move because some bar is against him. And then... Literally, his demise happens from some letter falling, and the very next shot is him already falling down. You can't even tell what it did to him to knock him off that bridge. He's just falling. It's terrible. And she's in the water, flashy, flashy, this, that, whatever, shit, it's balls. I remember just going, I don't even know what's going on here, and I'm amazed at how shit it is. Like, it's actually just, I don't know, I don't know. It feels at this point now like we're, we're kicking a poor, poor person while they're down on the ground. <laughs> So I propose we end this All right, let's just end it. it's wet a part of shit. a film. Yep. Yeah, I'm very 
sad. I guess it makes it, it's fun to talk about, and we've crapped on it now for near on half an hour. <laughs> But I would much rather a really great film we can sing the praises of for the same length of time. I just want to be clear on that. It's got nothing to do with the fact that it's largely women starring in this film. Can we also be clear on that? Because I know there. Do you know how many movies I watch where only women fall? Okay, how much of them are not porn? Oh, sorry. I was talking about (laughs) how many women don't have the word party and hard in the title. That's not a good too specific, Paul. Okay, sorry. Why? What are you scoring? Manly? Oh shit! Okay, uh, actually, I'm thinking like the Metacritic had it right, 27. That's really high. Oh my god! Really high. I'll give this 18. It did start at 21, but Sydney I'm... Sweeney is 10 of those points. Oh, f- <laughs> I don't give Sydney Sweeney playing schoolgirl any points. In fact, I detract from it. 18 for me. Oh. I hope this is the worst film that we do in 2024. I hope it's the worst film we do in the rest of the life of the show. This is mm. garbage. It's terrible. Please, enough already. Thank you, 2024, for serving up the biggest crap fest we've already had to watch. What did you think? Did you find anything more redeeming in Madam Web that we have missed out on? Let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at the Countdown PC, sorry, X at the Countdown PC. Like and follow the show on Podbean where we host, and you can check us out. Facebook, listener community, get involved there with the discussions. No one's posted up anything about Madam Web yet. Maybe we need to put up something like, hey, all who actually went and saw this, and what did you think? Because yeah. like, maybe we should do that every week. Invite a bit of discussion rather than waiting for... Why not? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Something there you new. Go. Something the ninth year of the show. Why would it take us that long to work <laughs> that shit out? Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been the soundboard. Ballsy. Stupid, but ballsy. Not even ballsy. Fucking spider tingle the movie. We'll catch you next time. Balls. See ya. See ya.